0: Good morning, Judith. Morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup. <laughs> We're here this morning with a topic that um, is near and dear to our hearts, and and I think most of the women that we coach this this topic was born out of a um, a discussion of how most of the women we coach are high achievers mm-hmm. and. Obviously, that's why they they look for coaching. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, I don't think people who would consider themselves average or low achievers necessarily look for coaching, but high achievers um, deal with perfectionism.
1: At one hundred percent, you know, and I think that, you know, I, I don't know I don't know any woman who hasn't that I haven't had a conversation with somewhere. Right that perfectionism has shown up in their life and they realize, you know, how disempowering, how freezing, how um, well, d- disabling it can be when yeah. you want to, you're trying to make progress somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had talked about how um, perfectionism, if, if perfectionism had children, hmm. they would be anxiety, and procrastination, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> that because that's that's what you see. You see people getting very anxious uh, to the point of just freezing many okay. times because of their perfectionism, and obviously this isn't useful to
1: anybody. Nope, nope, nope. I can look back several areas of my own life. Um, some not too far too too far back. Yeah. <laughs> And realizing that relationship between anxiety and perfectionism and the, uh, the connection, the power and the lack of power, <laughs> it feels like. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: it's, you know, ultimately it's you choosing to give your power away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know I recently had a discussion with a client and she was like, well, how do I stop this? And I'm like, Mm. Well, (laughs) Mm. you're choosing Mm -hmm. to give your power away. Why are you doing that? And yeah, she kind of gave me that look for a Mm -hmm. minute and she was like, oh, this is all me. Mm -hmm. So we want to give you all today some tools to move you out of perfectionism Mm -hmm. because not only is it not useful to you it's not even a real thing, right? My perfectionism is very different from Judas' perfectionism.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this where I can give my example? Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. That's what I am gonna say. I love the example that you, that you have for perfectionism. Um,
1: what I like, what I think, you know, again, I'm gonna reference my cowboy movies. <laughs> if our listeners know anything about me, I grew up watching cowboy movies all about the horses. So, you know, there would always be the cowboy movie and they're always out in the desert. And then that the mirage, you know, where they would see a, a, a town just ahead and they would just keep going, keep going. They're going in the wrong direction. And, but they're, they're pursuing something that's not there. And that's what I think of perfection. It's just, it's a never ending process. And, you know, for the cowboy, it never ended well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Never ended well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had uh, somebody tell me recently that they were working with a client, and she had been working for two years on material to get her business going, mm, 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 mm. and and hadn't hadn't done anything, hadn't put anything out into the world yet. Mm-hmm. Was still just working, and you see people do that. You see them, you know. Like they're waiting for the perfect words if they're writing a book or they're waiting for the perfect um, to create this perfect system. Mm -hmm. And that's what perfectionism does to us. It keeps us from being productive. It keeps us from achieving at the level we need to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we are going to offer you a concept to help you move out of perfectionism. And we like to call it B minus work.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Judith, why don't you tell us what B minus work is? Okay. So the concept of B minus work is it's a strategy to um, accomplish, like to dig into the goal, to dig into the work, whatever it is, and to like constrain yourself, say to time, like one hour, or I'm going to spend this afternoon and to just get it enough just enough that you could stick it out there and be okay with it and then if you have time you can come back polish it make it an a if you want but knowing that what you did in that moment was your best and that it was okay and that's b minus work is it it's just getting it out in the world value is just getting it out there
0: yeah yeah. And people get really nervous about, about this. Um, and, you know, those of you who, who know I'm a professor, so I, I have students every year who will come to me after grades have been turned in and not be happy with their grade. And I will tell you that nine times out of 10, not even nine times out of 10, nine and a half times out of 10, They challenge a B because they think that, oh, no, a B equals failure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And to the perfectionist, a B equals failure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what is a B? A B is still above average. Exactly. And that's, so that's the important thing that we want you all to understand. We, when we talk about the concept of B minus work, people's brains, because of great inflation, don't get me started. That's a separate topic, <laughs> but people's brains go to, oh, well, I can just produce any old thing and put it out there. No, mm-hmm.
1: not what we're saying
0: no, at, all. at all.
1: mm it's your best. It's what you got in the moment. Yes. It's a start. It's a go. Yeah. Yeah. Show Show up. Show up. Don't put it on the back burner anymore.
0: We started this podcast and I think many times we still work from B minus work from that perspective. (laughs) You know, I mean, there are and I guess I guess our listeners, I know that they have favorite episodes, episodes that they like more than others. There's episodes we like more than others. There's episodes that come together easier than others. And so some days our best effort is a B minus. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I don't want to give you all something average. But some days it's going to be above average, but it's not quite to the point of excellence.
1: Right. And, and, you know, even as you were saying that, I was thinking about like how many times like we have real human lives. We have we're both mothers. um, Our clients are mothers. We're um, wives. We're daughters. We're all the things. And we we show up for people in our lives. And so it's just this is like. I don't even want to call it. It's grace. This is just saying, you know what? Life has been going on. This is, this has a deadline. This is important. I'm going to put it on the calendar and this is what I can do right now. Yeah. And, and it's going to, and know that it's going to be enough. It's, it's a, it's an opportunity to still show up and get it done. I, I keep saying that over and over, don't I? Well, I mean, but that's that's exactly what it is.
0: And mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of of the grace aspect because perfectionism is all about beating yourself up. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a topic you all can visit in a past um in a past podcast that we've done. But beating yourself
1: up gets you nowhere. Mm-hmm. Have oh, some mixed. Grace. It makes it worse when we beat ourselves up. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So,
0: you know, people want to know the the secret. (laughs) If there is a secret that I I work with most of my women on, it's B minus work. Mm -hmm. It's getting to be okay with getting it out there. Mm -hmm. And the question then becomes, how do you do that? How do you become okay with it? And I'll I'll give you a very personal example from yesterday. Okay. Um I had started to feel, and this is this is how you know when, when perfectionism is rearing its head. I had started to feel that overwhelmed feeling that we get sometimes, you know, that no. kind of coaches dread. don't get that. I know, I know. <laughs> coaches we're we're perfect, but I was trying to think like an average person. Mm. And um you know, that sense of dread that you feel, you feel like you're so behind. Mm -hmm. Uh And when you feel that way, the first thing you need to do is challenge that. So I was driving to work to school and I was feeling this, this level of dread. And I thought, okay, what is causing this feeling? Mm -hmm. Typically it's something that I don't want to (laughs) do.
1: Do you mean you know, like the motivational triad?
0: Yes. Something exactly. like,
1: like. Eh. well,
0: I, I'll tell you, I had two things that I needed to get done that I hadn't done. One was to grade a set of papers that needed to be graded. I, I have a schedule that I put myself on because planning is your best defense against perfectionism. And I had not followed that plan because I had let something else in my brain kind of take over a task Mm -hmm. that I had been given that I hadn't expected. And I had let that take over everything and I hadn't graded. Now, a little secret. I don't like to grade. If, if all I ever de- did as a professor was grade papers, I would have quit many, many years ago because I despise it. I hate doing it, but I put myself on a schedule of grading so many a day and then it's really not bad at all, but I hadn't done that. Mm. So that was weighing on my mind and I needed to write a blog post, a new blog post for my website. And that was heavy on my brain. And I thought, okay, I haven't planned I'm not using my time well. Mm -hmm. So I know that I have two hours before class. In those two hours, I'm going to write my blog post in the first 30 minutes. And I'm going to use the other hour and a half to grade those progress reports. And then I got to school and I honored that. I closed my door. I got to work. And in those two hours, I completed both of those tasks. Wow.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: did I do the greatest job in the world is it going to be a life-changing blog post I don't know I hope so Mm -hmm. but it may not be
1: to somebody else it could be because that's the key because the the key thing I don't think we've hit on this perfectionism is different for everyone yeah and you don't and then it made me just tie into what you said like you don't know who's going to benefit
0: yeah right that's Mm -hmm. right so it did did I comment on every aspect of those papers? Did I, you know, point out every fine detail? No, I didn't. Mm -hmm. But I did what needed to be done. Quite Mm -hmm. honestly, if I comment too much, then that causes my students overwhelm. That's one thing that I've learned over, (laughs) over, I mean, it does. So I gotta pull back. And you know, you hear people say, Oh, she bled all over my paper. I don't do that. She, I've never heard that expression. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Well, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty common in the teaching world. Okay. I, I don't use a red marker ever for grading just for that purpose.
1: Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay.
0: But anyway, I, I finished both of those tasks. Immediately, the burden was off my shoulders. Mm hmm. And I was like, okay, this is this is what I have been walking around carrying for the last week. Why mm-hmm. didn't I just do it? Which, you know, Same. I didn't do it because I was rolling around in my perfectionism. Oh, how am I gonna get this done?
1: Mm-hmm. And all I needed was some B minus work. Yeah. I I see it a lot in um in a lot of weight loss clients who will think they have to have a perfect meal plan or, and then there's also the, the the back end where we're talking about where people, you know, kick themselves in their butt when they've been on plan all day and have, you know, an overeat or something that wasn't on their plan. And then they think they've blown it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a lot to learn when you have those moments. Yeah. And while, you know, they may be looking at it as a giant F for the day. They're grading themselves for the whole day. If you break it down and look <laughs> at, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and how you really you got your water and all your things, you know, you got some B minus work in and that's okay. You did your best. What'd yeah. you learn? Yeah. Show up. Take Again, it.
0: That not beating yourself up. It's looking at it from the point of, I'm going to give myself some grace. Yeah. And I know that we're talking to a lot of women out there. I know because I've, I've walked in it for too many years. Yeah. I've seen the same thing. I, you know, I've done the same thing. I think we've talked about that. The, um, in No BS, there was a little, um, I'm not sure it's on the new journal, but in the older journal, you could like grade yourself for the day. Oh, I always gave myself an F. (laughs) No way. Almost always. Oh, It was, it was, um, in fact, I think I remember asking you because somebody had come up with a point system.
1: Now I remember the point system.
0: Yeah. And, and I I had to have that because
1: because I was always
0: giving myself a negative grade. It's like, I would end the day feeling this heaviness about how I'd done so horribly when I hadn't really. It was just that was the pattern my brain was in. And that's what we do to ourselves, whether it's work, whether it's weight loss, whether it's whatever goal we're trying to achieve. If we are perfectionists, and maybe sometimes we don't even know, I wouldn't have labeled myself as a perfectionist. I really wouldn't have prior to, to doing thought work. But now I realize that's where a lot of my... Um, my negative self-talk came from Mm. because I expected perfection and it's either an A plus or an F Mm. and that's so unrealistic.
1: It is, you know, and I, my mind just traveled to, I don't know. I don't have, did you know I was a scrapbooker? Yes. Okay. So, and I worked for, uh, it was an online company and I was, um, we called ourselves freelance artists, right? Mm -hmm. And so part of my, Job was to um, produce work and display on the uh, website, and then I would, you know, being um, what did we call ourselves? Like I can't even remember. This seems so long ago, but was to produce work with the companies, like for manufacturers. I was a designer for several manufacturers, and they Uh would they would give you the product. And then I would submit for to the magazines. This is back in the day, yeah, And um, you were an influencer. I, well, you know, I guess it kind of was, but you yeah. know, you could make some good money off scrapbook pages. You could make like five hundred dollars a page if you could get it published by the time, you know. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, so all this to say, you know, in the beginning, started out as fun. I was having fun, mm-hmm. and then as people's comments. You know, you would get all the praise, but I would take you like one comment. And then so I would on the next layout that I would be doing, those thoughts would be going in my head. And, it, and I, what I'm going to say is it boiled down to I was literally frozen in per- perfectionism like yeah. in my head, in my brain about what I was making it mean. And I can look back with a lot of clarity on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had just had the had the grace to give myself. The concept of B minus work and just, just know that somebody else may love this work. And then the value for me and the, um, consumer was just to see the paper displayed. It wasn't whether or not it was perfect. Yes. My illusion of perfect. Yeah. But this button right here and get this piece of paper over here was crazy, crazy. Well, you know, and a lot of that, um,
0: I'm I'm having several thoughts at once. I can't I can't decide which way to connect to the story because it's there's so many layers that I love. Right, right. Um, but I had yesterday. I have some ads out right now for my coaching business mm-hmm. on Facebook, and I've gotten really good responses from them. And so yesterday I got up and I was looking through my responses and somebody had commented on my ad she's like I don't like this graphic at all <laughs> and then she proceeded to tell me how I needed to do it What? and you know well that was my reaction at first and and I'll tell you when I did it you know I've I've worked on it a little bit along the way that's actually the second iteration I think of that ad but at first I was like oh. Well, who, who does she think she is? <laughs> but then I realized, you know what? She, she, she thought she's help, being helpful. She, and, and you know what? If that connects with her, if the image that she has in her mind connects with her, then I, I should probably just take that advice and maybe even try it out and see what happens yeah. and not get offended because somebody has judged my work as not perfect.
1: Because what else do we know? Yeah. People have opinions. Yeah. <laughs> They've got them. And who's op- Whose opinion matters the most?
0: You know? Ours. Yeah. I. So I could have let that freeze me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I, I agree. There is a time in my life where I would have let that just shut me down. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But what good does that do any, anyone, if I'm shut down, if you're not producing, then people aren't seeing your scrapbook designs and they're not getting their own ideas. Right. It's like a pipeline. If I'm not, if I shut down because of an ad and I just turn that ad off and close my coaching doors, Mm
1: -hmm. who am I helping? Right. No one. Yeah. And the same thing I'm thinking too about, I was thinking about your client, the two years to write the book. Yeah, how many people have given themselves an F on their weight loss journey, and they could have B minus their way for the last two years and had success?
0: Yeah, yeah. You they quit right away. Yeah, they quit because it wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Perfectionism. There's no there's no end to that. You know, we talked about willpower, not having a backup plan. There's no room for failure. Perfectionism obviously is the same way. There's no room for failure. And so, guess what, folks? If you're a perfectionist and you're a hard line, you're going to, I mean, and I've seen people draw that line in the sand. Mm -hmm. I am not putting it out. I'm not putting my reputation on the line till it is perfect. Guess what? You're not going to grow and learn that way.
1: I was getting ready to say, um, this is perfectionism, perfectionism, letting go of it is an invitation into growth. Step into B minus work. If you're a perfectionist, this is an invitation for you to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as growth is
0: always uncomfortable. If there's something that we repeat and, and I love to repeat it throughout our podcast, it's discomfort is, is, I mean, that's what it takes for growth. Doing it right. Yeah. That's how you know you're doing it right. Right. That's totally how you know. Yeah. The other thing that, and, and I alluded to this earlier, but I want to make sure that that people understand is that perfectionism is is exhausting.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> right? Back to the desert. Back to the desert and the mirage. Yes. It's exhausting. He kept yeah. going and going and going and going. I know he wanted to live, but you know, like it's that mindset of seeing something that's not there
0: got to get there I got to get there I got to get there and then I can launch I've got to get there and then I can if then I can apply for a job mm -hmm. oh I see that a lot you know I'm I'm not quite perfect yet so I can't apply for a job yet maybe this time next year folks stop it (laughs) You're not going to get there. You're going to be exhausted and you're never going to reach that point. Um, You know, I I was telling my students in class last night, we were talking about um, the um, Equal Rights Amendment Mm. um, because we teach, my husband and I teach a a law and literature class together. So we were talking about women and the law. And um, we were talking about how Um, women will only apply for a job if they are a hundred percent qualified men Mm -hmm. apply for a job. If Mm -hmm. they feel 75 or 70% qualified.
1: And that's crazy math. Why does this sound? What, what do you mean? A hundred percent qualified. Yeah.
0: If, if I am sure that I am qualified for the position, then I will apply for it. But how many women I mean, I know I I coach them all the time who they want a new job, but they're afraid they're not ready. Mm. They're, they're afraid they're not going to get there. They're, oh, I might not get it. Listen, sisters, try, put yourself out there because I guarantee you the men are. Yeah. And that's not to say that men aren't perfectionists. I don't mean to, to say that men aren't perfectionists because they are perfectionists too, but they're willing to take a chance on themselves when it comes to applying for a job. You got to
1: expose yourself to the to the risks. Yes, you gotta you, you got gotta, gotta to be
0: just vulnerable. Mm. It's a where sin. all the growth is, and when you're producing, when you're putting yourself out there, that's energizing. Mm-hmm. It
1: mm-hmm. is. It's so true. Just like us doing this. Yeah, I'm getting all jazzed up. I <laughs> what? Who's <laughs> my coach in next? Get in here. <laughs> When, when you're sitting there thinking
0: about all the things you're not ready to do, that's exhausting.
1: It, it is. It's so true.
0: So get out there. Be be 70% sure you're ready. What is it that Jeff Bezos, um, oh. the Amazon CEO, says that he makes decisions based on if he feels like it's a 40%? 40%. If it's a good idea, he's 40% sure it's a good idea. He goes with it. Mm -hmm. That is that is not even B minus work. That's actually, you know, that's that's DF work. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But so if you don't feel comfortable shooting right for 40%, let's start with 70%. -hmm. Do you feel 70% sure that this is ready to go? And let it go out in the world because it could be helping somebody right now. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think about, again, with Corinne and um, No BS, I don't know how many iterations of her, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of her course, her No BS course, she's gone through now. I know she's gone through at least three or four.
1: Right. I would say the same. Yeah. What if she had
0: waited until it was at the level it is now. To ever start, right? How many women? How many thousands of women thousands. have been helped with her not quite perfect yet classes? Right. We That's didn't the, think they weren't
1: perfect. Was the yeah? Absolutely, one hundred percent. And and how it's just amazing how what was so amazing at the first level and how it just kept getting better and better and better.
0: Yeah. And it probably would never be at the level it is now if Mm -hmm. she hadn't released it in Mm -hmm. those stages and redone it along the way, because again, growth.
1: Well, this is so interesting because I'm thinking about your gal that gave you the comment on your graphic. Yeah. You know, Corinne stuck it out there. There were comments, growth occurred. She polished from, the,
0: um, the feedback. Yeah. And that's what I thanked her. I, at first I just, you know, I just pushed a mm-hmm. little like button and then I thought, no, I, you know, she, she put herself mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. She felt like she well, needed to make this comment and mm-hmm. give me some critique. And I told her, I said, I really appreciate this. And I'm actually going to try to incorporate this when I do my next ad. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm, I'm quite serious about that because I, I, I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. And what she said, there might be some aspect of it, maybe between her comments and my ideas Mm -hmm. that creates just a fantastic ad. That's even better than what I have now. I'm not afraid of that. It doesn't mean that I'm a loser or a failure now. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It means I'm open to growth.
1: Yeah. I'm open to figuring it out. I feel a lot of that. Um, Vulnerability around sticking myself out there with with coaching. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of opportunities for um, other people's opinions and their feedback, and I can honestly say I've had several moments where um, the personal discomfort that I felt <laughs> was very real caused me to, you know, do some introspection, evaluate what I was making it mean. I guess I should call this self coaching right yeah um yeah to to grow from mm-hmm. and and carry through and um anywho, I could talk about this all day, yeah. I really li- <laughs>
0: it it is such a useful topic and and i guess I guess we do need to kind of wind down, yeah, um but you know, audience members, listeners. I think you're mostly women, but possibly men too. Don't be, don't allow yourself to be trapped in perfectionism because Mm -hmm. number one, you are the one with the power to get out of it.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: It's not useful to you. Mm -hmm. It's not useful to the world because while you're holding back, somebody else could be benefiting Mm -hmm. from what you have to say or do. Mm. You want me to do the call
1: to action, do it, <laughs> give them their, their marching All right. Orders. Here we go. Where, where are you frozen in your life right now? What's going on for you where you're not seeing the progress, the results that you want, because you are frozen with anxiety, frozen with perfectionism. Um, and how can you apply this concept of B minus work to this, to this issue for yourself? How can you grow? How can you look at this differently? Yeah. What is it you're feeling
0: that heaviness about? You know, nothing is going to give you, nothing's going to energize you Mm. like deciding to throw that off and put some B minus work out there
1: Mm.
0: like we just did.
1: Like we just did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Listeners. We will ask also that if you love this podcast, you would please go and give us a five-star review either on, or maybe a four-star review since this is B-minus work. (laughs) We'll take it. We'll take a four-star review and some, and some critique. We can always, we can Mm. always handle that as we're working on our own. Right, because that's
1: how we got the call to action reminder.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's, right. that's yep. right. Somebody, somebody pointed out, one of our listeners pointed out that we hadn't been giving them their homework, their call to action. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? We kind of forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, in our, in our daily lives, we kind of let our B minus work
1: get in there. Oh, we make it happen, Sonia. That's right. Every week. We do. Like we both are committed and we yep. show up and um, it's been amazing. Yeah. And hopefully we're helping you all along the way. Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you next week. Uh, Until then, I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender and I'm
1: a coach with uh, No BS. Um, Losing 100 pounds with Corinne Crabtree on the uh, Apple podcast. Okay.
0: We'll see you next week. Okay. Bye.